Here's another thing that we're sometimes asked to look at, and it ties into what we talked about at the beginning. Average cost, revenue, and profit. Now, remember our software example. It cost a lot of money before we even produce one box of software. That's because we got the programmers, we got the, the big buildings, we've got um, a lot of advertising to do. We have a lot of costs when developing the software. So this is a big number. So you might think, well, if it costs this much to start up, why would they even bother, right? They have to know that they're going to sell enough in order for this cost to become less of an issue, right? And also, remember, we may be being charged $450 if it's a really fancy kind of software. So they figure out how many they think they can sell, and then they set the price accordingly so that they don't lose too much money on this venture. Now, the other thing that's interesting to look at is this startup cost of $750,000. When we look at the average cost per item, depending on the number of items we sell, we see something very interesting. So let's go to this table here. Number of items sold. What if you only sell, if you only produce, excuse me, one, assuming we're going to sell it, right? You produce one item. The cost of one item is $750,000 plus $55. So that one we can do without a calculator. $750,055. And then the average cost for that one item is just the same cost back again, right? Because we only produced one item, so one item cost us this much. Now, if we produce 10 items, then our costs do go up. Now it's 550, right? Our cost for 10 items would be 550 added to our startup costs. So I can still do this without a calculator. $750,550. Now our average cost per software package is going to be the total cost divided by the number of items. So if I take 750550 and I divide by 10 items that's my average cost per item if you'd like an easier example suppose it costs you $200 to make 10 CDs then 200 divided by 10 is $20 per CD so if it costs us $750,550,000 to produce 10 software packages then our average cost per package would be what we get dividing by 10. So all I have to do is imagine getting rid of that last zero, and I have 75055. Just going from producing one item to 10 items, my average cost per item has dropped down by a factor of 10, right? It's dropped down from 750,000 about to 75,000. So you can imagine what's happening to your startup costs the more items you produce. So now 100 items, 55 times 100 is 5,500. And so I would have 5,500 added to the 750,000. So I think I can still do this by hand. And that's my total cost for 100 items. When I divide by 100, that knocks me down to 7555. 5, 5. 
So $7,555 per software package at this point. So this average cost per item goes down the more items we produce, doesn't it? So then the question might be, well, you know, what happens as you, you produce more and more items? If you drop down to say, I don't know, what, what did I want to do? A million of them? then it turns out that your cost per item, if you produce a million items, goes down to $55.75 per software package. So you'll notice what's happening. As you produce more and more items, we're getting closer and closer to just this cost $55 of producing that one box. So what does that mean? That means that if you produce enough, presumably selling them, the costs that it took to start up the whole project are going to diminish and almost disappear, aren't they? Now think about what we've done this chapter. Think about what we've done with long-run behavior of a function. Isn't that what this is? I'm taking my x to infinity. And what happens to my average cost? My average cost seems to be going to $55. So C bar of x, we call it, C of x over x, is approaching $55 when my production level is approaching infinity. So the more I produce, the closer my costs just get to $55. Let me show you how that relates to what we learned in section 3.4. Average cost function. I just made a table for specific values of x, but you can also write it as the actual cost function, leaving x alone, leaving x as a variable, divided by x. And when you do that, you have 750,000 plus 55 x all over x. That's average cost per x items. And now when I simplify this, I have 750,000 over x plus 55 x over x. And as long as x is not 0, which we wouldn't want it to be right, or we couldn't write this, we wouldn't be able to divide by 0. Since x isn't 0, x over x is equal to 1. And so our average cost function is represented by 750,000 over x plus 55. And if you think about, this is like 1 over x, but with a much larger number on top, right? So it's got some stretch. And then adding 55 shifts it up. So we have something like that happening to our average cost. If you think about the numbers, when x was 1, we started way up here at $750,055. When x was 10, it dropped down considerably to $75,055. When x was 100, it dropped down to $7,555, maybe here. When x was a million, it was getting very, very close to 55. It was $55.75. So you can see the cost, the average cost function is leveling off to 
just the cost per item if you produce enough of these things. How do we write that with calculus? In our calculus class, which is what we're in, right? In this chapter, in this chapter on calculus with the uh, horizontal asymptotes, we talked about the limit as x goes to infinity of a function. And that's equal to the limit as x goes to infinity of either 750,000 plus 55x over x. And you can see we have our dominant terms being the 55x and the x. So that limit as x goes to infinity should reduce down to 55. Or we could write it the other way. I like this way because it shows what's going what's going on, what's happening to these initial costs that initially were huge, right? As x goes to infinity, even $750,000, as x gets very large, goes to almost nothing, right? Virtually nothing. Even $750,000, forgive the analogy again, pizzas, divided by the entire world is not much to go around for anybody, is it? Because we have over 2 billion people in this world. So this goes to 0, and this goes to 55. So we can see the limit at infinity of our average cost function is 55, because the more you produce, the less this $750,000 matters. And all that matters is the $55 per software package. Now, you can also think about this in terms of, for example, the pharmaceutical industry. You might be thinking about certain, um, uh, certain antibiotics and vaccines and different kinds of drugs that they produce. It costs them a lot of money to produce these things. They have research involved. They have facilities they have to deal with. They have testing. They have to wait a while. For, for all the testing to go through. They have legal costs. They have a lot of malpractice, um, uh, what's the word, dues, right? So they have a lot of costs that goes into producing any one item, any one kind of vaccine or drug. And so the only way it becomes cost effective for them is to produce a lot of it. And that's the idea of a limited infinity. And that's the idea of an average cost. Or you could talk just as easily about average revenue or average profit when you look at how much you get per item, depending on how many you produce.